This is Paul Nobles from eatreform.com and I am sitting here with the lovely Sarah Kumar. Sarah, if you want to say hi to everybody. Hello, everybody. So, um, kind of some interesting things happening in the Eat to Perform land. I don't think that I've really talked too much about our new app, but there's a lot of interest in that. Um, we are going to get into... Um, member reviews and things like that and, and what, what this show is for is basically our, our lifetime members and so we, we dedicate this just to those folks and so if you're watching on Facebook right now or you're listening in a podcast um, it's kind of a special service we just do for for those folks um, one of the things I wanted to talk about though real quick was an experience that I had with my doctor. So I, I have like a skin condition. I don't know if you can really see it on Facebook so much, but but I have like, um, I can't even remember what she called it. I asked her what it was the other day, but I just get like some blotching. You can sort of see it. Like around. eczema? Yeah, it's not eczema though. It's uh, a psoriasis. There you go. That's what oh, it is. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And, um, um, so I, I, I use this special shampoo, and typically I just call in, you know, to get a, you know, refill on it, and it's usually no big deal at all, but uh, for some reason, they make an issue of it, and apparently, you know, the idea is that, you know, I'm supposed to do this every year, which is kind of kind of crazy if you think about it. I mean, like, you know, it's not oxycodone or anything like that you know what i'm saying right. you know i'm not going to be selling it on the black market um and so she's telling me that i have to come in which seems kind of like a money grab to me you know and and mm -hmm. frankly i don't have the time to do it you know so i had to go in and get my um you know get the the basic checkup um, and she's like, so you still having the psoriasis thing? And I'm like, yes, I am. I need some shampoo. You know, I mean, like other, other than that, there was nothing going on. Right. So, so she's like, well, you know, we just like to check in with you guys. Um, and I said, well, yeah, I do need to schedule, uh, you know, a physical, uh, you know, I, I was doing them yearly for a while there. Um, and then my last doctor suggested that it wasn't necessary and she's like, oh yeah, it's not necessary, but I can do some blood work for you. I was like, well, you know, honestly, I, I don't, um, I don't think I really need the blood work and, and just a little backstory is, um, you know, I had, um, hypothyroid, right. And I was on medication for that. A lot of that was due to kind of, you know, dieting type behavior. And, uh, you know, once I started to do Eat to Perform, this was, this was a long time ago. <laughs> you know, I mean, some, mm -hmm. of the, some of these tests were from 20 years ago. And um, basically, my last doctor who ultimately moved on from this location was like, yeah, you know, you don't need to come in anymore. We've done enough blood tests. You're fine. It's all good, right? Um, but as I was talking to her, she was willing to give me cholesterol and um, and test my my T 
TSH numbers, I think it's called. Um, okay. And, yeah. and um, I was like, well, you know, I'm not really all that interested in it. I said, but, you know, I would be more interested if we could also test my testosterone. Right. And she was, huh. she was like, uh, yeah, no, uh, you know, I'm not going to order that test. I was like, what? I don't understand what you're saying. And she's like, yeah, you know, I, we don't just order those tests randomly. I was like, well, you know, can I pay for it? Um, I think I actually might have talked to April about this because it was really, it really annoyed me. And now I'm sort of remembering um, mm -hmm. that I had this conversation. But yeah, so I'll, so I will kind of keep it short. But basically, like she's kind of you know bullied me, you know, and all I'm going to do is ultimately change my doctor because you know right? Why? Well, well why okay, so 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 you know the idea behind the cholesterol and the the um, thyroid stuff was that I'd had problems with that in the past. Well, yeah, I clearly had you know, fixed a lot of that stuff. And, um, what I wanted to do with the testosterone was just to, um, you know, kind of a preventative me measure, you know, like, like, Hey, I want to make sure things are still going in the right direction. And she, you know, started telling me stuff about steroids and, and I was like, honestly, like, you're not trying to make the, the, the connection, that hormone replacement is is steroids and that you know like like she's putting it out there like i'm barry bonds or something um yeah and and all i really wanted to do is make sure that you know my levels were the same or 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 this or that and you know like i said i i'm i kind of remember that i did have this conversation with april so i'm gonna kind of move on um from it really soon but you know um there's no question in my mind that if uh, I'd walked in there and asked for Viagra or said anything from the perspective of, you know, um, reactionary type right. stuff, they would have done all those tests, right? Right. But being proactive, you know, right. they said no to me, you know, and, uh -huh. and I just think it was a bad doctor situation i i don't yeah. think that i need that's to, interesting i don't think that's I really to really interesting time. yeah i mean like yeah. she, she's like well there's there was really no sign that you know you you had this problem um and so you know why would we care i'm like well i care i i'm the right. consumer you know like she's, right. she's acting as if i'm not the one consuming you know the the right the service you know, right. and, uh, you know, like I said, time for a new doctor, right? Um, <laughs> yes. And, I, I, you know, we do hear about these kind of things with Eat to Perform all the time where, you know, it's, it, you, I, 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 you know, I'm definitely not an anti-doctor guy. I'm all for going to the doctor, getting checked up. You know, there's a lot of people out there, you know, especially in internet land, that almost make it out to an adversary relationship. And I am not that guy. But when I'm asking yeah. for, you know, and I, and I offered to pay for it. I was like, well, you know, if you think it's an unnecessary test, I don't have any problem paying for it. I, I do think it's necessary, you know, yeah. um, for the information that I need to know. And, 
Yeah. Anyway. That's so crazy to me. Yeah. It was, it was... It's like you, you should, you asked for something, you should be able to get it. It's not like. Well, I understand I, what I, she's saying. I mean, if it's unnecessary tests and I have to pay for it, then then I'll, I'll pay for it. But it was not right. unnecessary to me, right? Huh. I, you know, I yeah. wanted to know that information. I want to make sure that things are headed. You know, I'm almost, you know, I, I turned 48 the other day. So I want to know that things are kind of <laughs> headed in the right direction. All right. So we do have um, anything interesting happening in your world? Because uh, we do have Becky's sheet here, and I wanted to kind of run through that real quick. Yeah. But... No, just, yeah, we can do Becky's sheet. We just have our competition tomorrow that I'm terrified to do. Yeah, let's um, let's 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 do Becky's, and we'll talk about that, because I think that'll be yeah, a fun Yeah, that's fantastic. Yeah, I, know, <laughs> I know you're dying to have that conversation. Oh, um, I'm really good. I'm fine. Now, do but we... we can talk about Becky, who she is. A beast. She loves competitions and she is um, in training right now and she messaged me that she's in the most boring training and she can't wait to get messages from me about what questions that you have for her. Yeah. Um, while you're doing her sheet. Yeah. So, so she has, go ahead. I mean, is there anything interesting that, yeah. you know, cause she's been kind of weight stable for a while. She's in, you know, um, she has her goal as muscle gain, but typically with muscle gain, you'd want to see a little bit more um, weight gain. A lot of times, you know, I would say like looking back to where her plan was set at that point, the level mm -hmm. of communication wasn't, you know, quite to where it is now. I think most people setting at muscle gain understand that weight's supposed to go up. I don't know that that was necessarily the understanding when she first set things up. Definitely not, because she's she's looking for um, home. She wants to, she's a beast in the gym. She's a goes to CrossFit that has excellent strength programming. Mm -hmm. um, she's doing RX Plus workouts and a lot of strength work. She wants to see her muscle now, so she's kind of looking for. She wants to cut, but she doesn't want to cut where it's going to. She's not going to be able to perform. So. Mm -hmm. We can, when we talked this morning, it was about, you know, a more slow. Yeah. Well, gradual. certainly volume is there, right? Her steps are fine. Um, mm -hmm. We just need, you know, we can obviously make some changes. Um, she's got some room for sure, you know. Yeah, that's what I told her. I'm like, you have done an excellent job building yourself up and adding calories. Yeah with your volume so it puts her in a really good position so she doesn't have to starve <laughs> yeah i mean i yeah i would say that uh the only thing that i would have probably would have liked to see was maybe one or two more interactions where um you know while we were in kind of that muscle gain phase where we could have maybe even tried to push it up a little bit further but we still have a little room so let's Let's see what we can do here. All right, so I'm gonna bring down carbs a little bit. Her old medium day now becomes her high day. Um, I think the big thing that, you know, the thing that I see that happens for a lot of people is they want to see a result, but they don't want it to hurt too bad. 
and yep. you know it's got to hurt a little bit you got to be a little bit uncomfortable in a deficit phase i think that um you know we also have to be realistic about you know what what the goals are i mean she's already fairly lean right yes and so um and she's also tall um yes and so for her height she's certainly going to be um below average as it relates to weight so i did make some changes um kind of lowered carbs a little bit kind of lowered fats a good bit um and i think that i think the thing that i would i would have that i think would probably be interesting to the audience listening on facebook because i was having this conversation with one of our coaching clients and mm -hmm. um she's like oh it's so frustrating you know i went into a deficit and immediately got sick and i was like every single time i go into a deficit i get sick um yeah and when you think about adding in volume um to your training or when you think about about you know cutting calories you're basically talking about adding stress to your routine and what happens when you add stress well you're going to have a compromised immune system um, I think in the case of Becky, you want to make sure that she's doing the same volume that she's doing right now. And mm -hmm. we, we sort of had this conversation earlier today where we were talking to um, a client and she got really frustrated. And like the, the analogy that I made was that if she had allocated X amount of dollars for her family budget... And it was all really super tight. And then her car broke down. Um, would it be realistic to be frustrated at that? Right? And of course, you would be frustrated. Right? You don't, you know, your budget's tight. Car broke down. Ultimately, you got to fix the car. But that's not, that's not a budget issue that's a planning the budget issue right and uh -huh. i think that's a mistake that a lot of people make related to you know deficit cycles related to their ultimate fat loss goals is they view it acutely and they go okay in 30 days i'm gonna lose 10 pounds or in 40 days i'm gonna lose 20 pounds and it's really that expectation is kind of where I'm talking about with the budget. You know, when when your expectation kind of includes the fact that you might get sick, your sleep might get compromised. You know, all these things are normal, right? When you're adding um, something that your body needs to adapt to. Ultimately, when you're you're um, eating a smaller amount of calories, you're and and doing roughly the same amount of work, you're kind of hoping to tap into store bodily fat for energy. Well, you know, in that process, it's really the stress of, you know, reacting to the stimulus that causes the adaptation that allows for um, the, you know, the release of stored bodily fat. And that's not linear, you know, as, as everyone who's ever dieted knows. Um, and so... 
I think when we go into any kind of deficit cycle, yes, you want to be comfortable, but the reality is is that you, you have to be a little bit uncomfortable to see real results. And I think the other right. piece, and, and I think this is probably more for the audience that's watching on Facebook, is the success rate of dieting is so low um, for two reasons. One, it's mostly because people are kind of interested and then, you know, they are interested on Sunday and then by Wednesday they've lost that interest so they never really get started, you know. Um, I would yeah. say starting, you know, is probably the biggest reason most people fail. Um, and then the other piece that I think also plays a really big part is just, you know, kind of riding out the hurdles, you know, and making sure that that piece um, is understood. But but rolling in and out of phases is so, so important. And you can't just, you know, be in fat loss for, you know, years um, in the case mm -hmm. of a lot of people, you know, and a lot of people, you know, it, you know, one of the things that came up recently was someone was talking about how, you know, oh, I'm, I'm not on a diet, you know, I, I eat clean foods and, you know, things like that. Well, you ultimately are, you know, eating in a deficit and, you know, if you've stalled and you're, you're struggling with fat loss goals in general, the reason why that is happening is because you, you know, you just haven't, you know, had a phase where you weren't dieting, right? And and that's the big flaw with most, you know, elimination diets where you're avoiding this food or you're avoiding that food. It's not the food itself. It's really the calories in that food that ends up being problematic. And to a certain extent, um, macronutrient ratios as well. I mean, I would say when we first started talking, um, the idea of macronutrient um, partitioning was not super out there, right? Mm -hmm. um, most most uh, you know mainstream type of folks were really talking calories, and I, I would say that the the good majority of people. Um, one of the things that I heard that was really cool, I actually mentioned this on a podcast that I was on yesterday. When I get the link, I'll make sure that everybody. Um, gets that. It was just kind of a cool thing because it wasn't so much, uh, I mean, there was definitely a lot of nutrition talk, but it was also kind of, um, you know, getting to know me personally. So that was mm -hmm. kind of fun. And it was, it was through another um, site, Idealistic Isabel, I think is what it was called. Um, but um, I lost track of thought there. So, um, do you remember? Do you remember? Do you want to? Well, I was just going to tell you that Becky's freaking out about her low carbs. <laughs> I, that's what I'm saying. Like, like, you know, like, I, I guess that's where I, where I sort of ended up. It's like, yes. you know, I mean, if fat loss is the goal, I, I really think that for her, you know, she's already fairly lean. So, you know. Um, it's going to be yeah. uncomfortable. So, you know, my suggestion to her would try to be <laughs> get a week under her belt and, 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 uh, you know, see how that feels. She's all like, do I still go to the CrossFit as much? Should I cut that back? Those carbs are really low. I'm okay with the fats, but 
Well, they're not really low. I mean, um, most people that, you know, first of all, her high day cards are 265, right? Um, yeah. So, I mean, that's like normal food for me. Yeah. That's like, uh, that's like, you know, over a thousand calories just in carbohydrates. And so most people listening to this right now that, that aren't too familiar with Eat to Perform are like, wow, you know, that's probably more carbs than I eat all week. Um, right. Which you should probably be eating more carbs than that, but we can have. And what you were talking about before was how we were, you were one of the first um, to start talking about breaking things up into Oh macros. yeah, macronutrient. Um, yeah. Yeah. Now that's much more understood but you know even even in that instance um you know i i saw a plan yesterday that you know was recommending for a guy to have 30 grams of fats and um you know i mean maybe for one day i could maybe see it but anything longer than that i mean you pretty much i mean you want to talk about testosterone um, yeah, you, you're, you're pretty much going to crush, um, your testosterone levels doing that. Um, so, you know, in anything like that is just really, it's, it's too extreme and it's unnecessary. Right. Right. And so I think, you know, anyone can write you a plan. It's just, can you stick to that plan? I mean, if, if, yeah. if by the end of the second day, you're just, you know, face full of cheesecake i mean that's <laughs> that's not i'm looking at becky messaging me right now and she's so funny because her numbers aren't even that low she's no. like okay okay no waiting tomorrow's a low day but i'm don't, gonna take pictures i need to go to the meal planning page to figure out how to eat like this <laughs> but don't you feel like don't you feel like that that's a good thing and not a bad thing i think it's I think, awesome. I, love I guarantee it. you before you perform, Becky would have been like, oh, yeah, no problem. Right. And now she's starting yeah. to realize that, like, whenever you do this kind of stuff, it does become a little bit more difficult. So I, I, I think that's a cool yeah. thing, actually. I yeah. know. I think that's the other thing. The other piece, too, that that, you know, we talked a little bit about on this other podcast that I think that more people need to be realistic about is like, you know, I, well, the big joke. You know, Eat to Form Summer Camp was an event that we held. We're going to hold it again um, next summer. And, you know, one of the Eat to Form coaches had hurt her leg um, doing some extreme activity, uh, which was basically like one-legged box jumps or whatever. And uh, I, I, lo I remember looking at Sarah and Brad at the time going, you know what, I don't, I don't need abs that bad. You know, and, and, and even though I was being funny is that is a realistic decision that that you can make. You know, you can go, yeah. you know what? I mean, um, you know, seeing my muscles is 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 nice. But sometimes, you know what it takes to get to that level. Um, maybe maybe you don't have the will right now. And maybe, you know, it would be time to, you know, just kind of you know, avoid those goals for a little bit. And then once you have the will, you can kind of come back to it. All right. So let's go to Jared. Okay. And Jared says, um, he asked him to follow up when he got to 245-ish. He weighed in at 247 today. So workout volume is ramped up a bit and upgraded to the um, elite sheet this morning as well. Waiting for that to come through. Great job, Jared. 
Nice. And so, wow. Okay. So, what's nice about Jared's plan for people that aren't seeing it is that uh, it wasn't even really particularly restrictive. Um, mm -hmm. When I spoke with him about getting down to a certain weight, the idea was to sort of normalize from there. Um, I think that this would be a good time to do that. And so I'm going to go ahead and make those changes. Um, speaking of, of carbohydrates, um, Jared's lowest carbohydrates right now are at 207. Um, and his highs are in the mid threes. And, um, you know, in that, the time period that we're talking about, see, this is where, this is, this is the experience that, that I, you know, brought to the table that a lot of people really weren't thinking of is, you know, for him to go down 15 pounds, um, you know, his average calories were over 3000 calories, you know, so you know, the whole abs are made in the kitchen. I mean, you know, I got a lot of evidence that abs are, abs are made, you know, in the gym, you know, um, with the ab, wheel. <laughs> abs are made with the ab wheel and some level of ab torture, right? Yeah. So we're going to normalize Jared's calories for a little bit. Now, you know, I am setting in that performance, so it's completely possible, you know, he's already um, seen good results at a, at a high level. I mean, the big thing that we talk about a lot is just level of interference. And what I mean by level of interference is how aggressive you're ultimately going to want to get, you know, um, And ultimately, what can you get a result with that doesn't require an extreme change? And so mm -hmm. we're going to move him up a little bit right now. Yay for Jared. Um, going to keep carbs roughly the same um, and really focus on fats add a little bit of carbs here but not not too much and I'm gonna keep the low day the same so Jared is all set there awesome but that's probably the biggest mistake that I think people make is that they just don't allow themselves to sort of normalize especially when you have you know a fair amount of, of fat to use um, Jared's not one of these these cases. He's actually a fairly tall guy. You know, he's five eleven. Um, so, you know, um, the weights that he's kind of working with and, and stuff like that, um, depending on your build, that could be completely normal. And so, mm -hmm. you you want to have kind of longer periods where you're normalizing, and then you go down to the deficit. Like when you were to look at how I lost 100 pounds, that's exactly how I lost it, right? I lost 15 to 20 pounds and then, you know, 
stabilized for three to four months and then lost, you know, X amount of pounds. And then towards the end there, you know, it was take a break for two months, lose five pounds, take a break for two right. months, lose five pounds. And so, um, um, it, it's sort of funny to me, like, like when people say something mean to me on Facebook, as if I can't just block, you know, Hector Hernandez, um, from saying mean things to me. Um, <laughs> but people are unbelievable. Like Hector's gone. You know, he doesn't, yeah. he doesn't get to play with the adults anymore. Um, Hi, Felicia. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So let's see. Melinda. Okay. Melinda says, it's been five weeks since my last review. I thought I would drop by. I'm awesomely weight stable. Ignored the little uptick of a few pounds on Sunday. I was from backpacking and came down as scheduled. She puts in quotes. Yeah. One pound loss per day, pretty standard. <clears throat> I'm in the first week of her new Eat to Perform strength training template, toying with the idea of more food. You think I'm good where I am? I'll keep on as is. I do. Um, I mean, judging by the results that she's been getting, I would probably like to normalize things a bit. Volume is really high. Um, wow. I mean, like her, her calories are already pretty good and she's still mm -hmm. seeing good results with that. So yeah, I, I would say, I would say one more notch up. I don't think we have to go too much higher with carbohydrates, um, mm -hmm. but I do like fats in that scenario. And what a lot of people don't realize about fats in that scenario, it's pretty important um, as it relates to, you know, testosterone to build, um, and then obviously to maintain muscle along the way, even in the case of females, obviously females are going to have less, um, testosterone than males, but at the same time, it's, it's an important ingredient. So keeping those fats up, but also the fat then, you know, Obviously, fats are very energy dense. They're nine nine calories per gram, so it does allow someone to be at an occasional surplus, so she mm -hmm. can be in a little bit of a build at that point. So, so we're gonna bump that up a little bit. Awesome. And then I'm gonna also low uh, raise. Her low day a little bit but I'm gonna keep the high and medium for those that don't know and if you're not you know not an eight perform member basically what we have is high medium and low days and then you sort of structure structure your training around that right the idea being that the template is the nutrition plan we give you seven days you have your high medium low days and then we have a super day which is um, kind of a day you can eat a little bit more flexibly. Typically, my super day is on Friday. My wife's decided to change it up on me. Um, so so I, I'm going to have to move my super day. So I'm switching my medium and super day. Um, normally, a medium day would be Saturday. but Saturday? So, yeah. I'm a, my super day is on Saturday now. It used to be on Friday. It just works out better. Yeah. Yeah. For me personally. 
Yeah, for me, I you know, honestly, Friday Friday's always worked out real good. Um, you know, my daughter goes to school Monday through Thursday, so my my situation tends to be a little bit more flexible on Friday. So sometimes I'll go out to a local cafe and have breakfast, and then you know, typically we have pizza. That's nice. Um, yeah, it's kind of a nice way to kind of get. You're kind. You're like a cute little old man already, like doing your little routine, going to the cafe. Absolutely. You know, the, um, I, I'm not even bothered by that. Like, I feel like, uh, no, you're not. I remember when I, when I was a teenager, I used to just, I, I couldn't stand being at home. You know, I was just so antsy and now I just love that. You know, it's just what I enjoy the most. That doesn't surprise me. Yeah. Well, I think, I think, um. You know, my daily job and my interactions with people and stuff like that, you know, are all consuming. And right. I don't know that I had that when I was a teenager and that was that thirst, you know, so. Yeah, to be busy. Yeah. And so the, the, the want to slow down. I remember like my best friend, Paul, um, in high school, we were, you know, that I should talk to you about that. So. So my best friend was named Paul. My dad's named Paul. My stepbrother's named Paul. So it was just oh, wow. always weird around me. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah. So, all right. So we're gonna get to Jessica here. In oh, Jessica. Just a second. Okay. So um, Trisha's saying, I like what you say about the months of cycle time rather than weeks. Sitting at the same weight for six months and it's time to get back into serious mode. So hard to be patient. Hard work without many results can be discouraging. No, I do agree with that. I think the other thing too that Trish is mentioning on the main page that that uh, you know we don't always get to questions on the main page, but sometimes it's mm -hmm. nice. Um, but here's the other thing too: if you do short diet breaks, right? So let's say that you did a short diet. This was this was probably one of my biggest revelations in my. You know, weight loss journey. If you do two week diet breaks, right? Like a lot of people recommend, man, <laughs> the wheels come off, baby. It's like yeah. it's like just an excuse for a lot of bad behavior. So that's why I believe in much longer periods. And I mean the proof is obviously in in the results that you know I got, but also in the in the clients that that we've been able to get good results for over the years. Um, David's saying, I function best on low-carb lifestyle. How often should I have a high-carb day, or is it based upon feel? Um, it's not based upon feel. Um, I would say that, you know, what low-carb means to you might be moderate-carb to me, right? So it's sort of, you know, I remember one time, uh, what's uh, Brian's Brian McKenzie from CrossFit Endurance, and he was talking about low carb and, and someone kind of pinned him down. And he said, well, you know, for a female, low carb would be 250 grams. And for a male, it would be like 375. <laughs> and I'm like, wow, that's like, that's moderate carb to me, you know. Yeah. And so uh, I think, you know, when we look at, you know, if we're talking about 30 grams of carbs, that's unnecessary 
when somebody like David's mentioning, you know, how often would you up carbs? That's really more of a refeed day. Um, mm -hmm. I would argue that you would be much better off having kind of a consistent approach. Now, you know, people do react to carbs differently. And that's a little bit of the trial and error that we walk people through. But uh, most people who think that they do better on low carb, I think it depends. It depends on your level of activity. It depends on, you know, what you do. It depends on what your goals are. You know, um, I would say that, you know, if you've been, you know, living on Mountain Dews and M&Ms for the last, you know, three years, um, <laughs> then some level of reasonable carb and starches probably would make some sense for you. Um, certainly want to get in some fiber. But I think that, that the magic of low carb sort of goes away when you start to correct the, the Mountain Dew and M&M problem first, right? Right. Um, and, you know, one of the things that I heard recently that I thought was, was really good was when um, someone was talking about uh, training and newbie gains and, and, and just how that works. And when you look at nutrition, it's very similar because – you know, people will often comment that, you know, if you haven't exercised at all, you can actually run and build muscle. But after a while, you know, running is going to be catabolic. So you have to kind of adjust to things. I would say that that's the case for food as well, right? If you want to start, you know, cleaning things up and mix in a salad here and there, that'll work for a while, right? But at the end of the day, you're going to have to get a little bit more specific. And I think that that's why services like ours have become very popular and why you see mm -hmm. a lot of services similar to ours becoming more and more popular because, you know, um, you know I would say four to five years ago, you know, uh, mostly whole food diets were becoming very popular. And, you know, like I said, if you were, you know, maybe – you know, had a little bad behavior as it relates to the way that you were eating, you would see a lot of results. Um, if you've already used that trump card, though, you know, um, you got to get a little bit more specific and you got to have some trial and error and you got to have these these periods where you're um, not in extreme deficits um, to kind of normalize your situation. Mm -hmm. So we have one last trend sheet and I do and my daughter is like blowing up my phone she's like freaking out now because I told her that I really shouldn't go to that concert <laughs> see I'm a bad influence on you um, I should, I should. no I did tell her about a month ago I said listen I already paid for the concert pick a girlfriend to, to go with you know like go have fun because I need to be in bed by 10 p.m. right you know, mama's old Later. now. You know what I'm saying? Like, like, get like to... I mean, same goes with dating. I mean, it's crazy. People are like, hey, so, okay, would you like to go out Tuesday night? I'm like, who goes out on a weekday? Yeah, like, I, <laughs> I have to be in bed. I went, I went to the Kanye West concert and it was on a Monday. I'm like, what the yeah, heck? Who you know, does that? We, we were talking about it. Uh, we were sort of hoping that Kanye West would start the concert on eight o'clock, like it says on the damn ticket. 
You know what I mean? Like, it says on the ticket, 8 o'clock. You know, I'm an old man. What's funny, though, is, like, if you go to, like, the Neil Diamond concert, that starts at 8 o'clock, right? Yeah. Um, because Neil's got to get in his bedtime, you know? Yes! Um, and so, yeah. The, uh, She's killing me. Well, and especially going into your competition for tomorrow, you want to be able to no, get... No, a month ago, I said, can't you make a friend? I've got this competition in the morning, early. Nope. She, nope. No, mom, I really want to go with you. It'll be special. I'm so excited. Sure enough, she's all disappointed now. Okay, so getting back to Jessica <laughs> here. What? So Business? So we, we switched up Jessica's macros uh, a couple weeks so ago. So Jessica specifically asked, is performance a type of a recomp phase? Yes. Yes, for number one. Number two, her weight is trending up, but her swim workout volume is pretty high. Yeah, so so it's kind of interesting. You know, um, I'm not going to give the specifics of why her weight is trending up, but, you know, um, it's normal, right? <laughs> for, for most women's weight to trend up at this point. Um, what I will say is that the, as her calories went up, her weight actually did go down, um, and stayed down until this mysterious thing happened. Right. And, um, I think what, what we need to do is kind of get past that point and then, um, allow for, you know, um, things to sort of normalize. We've... You know, whenever you're coming out of a, uh, you know, a really restrictive cycle, um, you know, you can see a little bit of, of weight gain. I think that, you know, what she saw right off the bat was normal. I think the other thing, too, is, uh, you know, when you are muscular, you know, um, you know, I, I wish that more people, like you could see pictures, right? And you mm -hmm. could you could see, you know, what their body type was like, you know. Um, for Jessica, I would say, what does your grandma look like? What does your mama look right. like? You know, and, and, you know, be realistic about what your body type is. And uh, I, I think if there's one thing that I've seen, you know, I saw a magazine cover with uh, Serena Williams. And Serena Williams is not a, a small lady, and she's like mm -hmm. eight packed up, you know. Now, obviously, Serena Williams is a a elite athlete, but you know, count me amongst the people that think Serena Williams is one of the sexiest people on the planet. Right. Right. For sure. And yeah, I don't even think most guys would say that, you know, ten years ago. Right. Because, you know, there was always this societal pressure. I mean, personally, uh, you know, if you're confident in your own skin, you know, usually um, I think that that's the sexiest thing there is, you know. But I think that for, you know, Jessica, who's a relatively young person, you know, seeing, you know, role models that are muscular and and not so real focused uh -huh. on, you um, 
you know, the, the weight. Yeah. I mean, she had already lost roughly, you know, 10 pounds. I know whenever you start to see the scale go up a little bit that it does freak you out. But in general, um, I would probably stick to this plan. I would also, you know, I, I remember the last conversation that we had with Jessica. I did want to say to her to, you know, we still wanted to keep going up, right? I still want that plan in place. So, you know, right. um, probably not the smartest thing right now, right? Because I don't, for one, I, you know, I think the other the other piece to <laughs> the conversations that we have with people is we don't want to sort of force them into something where they're already right. feeling a little uncomfortable. So if she's already talking about being, you know, a little concerned about the weight, that's something I'm going to be sensitive to. And I'm not going to just say, hey, here's more calories. Go get him, kid. You know. Totally right. Stuff your face. Yeah, and so, so I do want to see if you know, kind of these naturally up, you know, times. You know, if it comes down back to normal, actually lower than where we're at right now, then I want to add in some more food. You're right because as volumes going up, I know I know that uh, Jessica's um, swimming a lot right now. Uh, that's going to be something that we're going to want to take a look at. Um, yeah. So Meg said, wow, this makes so much sense. I'm not exactly sure what she was referring to, but um, I'm glad it's making sense. Um, so, okay, so we'll end on the note of talking about your competition. Now, you've done other competitions before. Certainly you've done like the CrossFit Open, I would assume. Yeah, but that's different. That's in your own box. It's a, it's your own community, and it's just those people. But I've never done a, like a competition competition. Yeah, so um, that is, I'm assuming, a little scary. But you know, yes. I, I think what yeah. it, what ends up happening. I mean, I have you know, I haven't done that many competitions. Um, but what you find, well, first of all. The, the biggest recommendation that I would have for you is don't get hurt, right? That, right. That's, no, I'm, I'm not, I'm not going to get hurt. Yeah. <laughs> I can assure you, okay, I'm known for it's time to wad. Sarah's doing a slow circuit over there for her wad. Yeah, I mean, you know? we, we did a team competition. I'm not going to hurt myself. We did a team competition. And, you know, I just started off the, the competition with the other two guys. And I was like, hey, guys, I just want to tell you one thing. I'm showing up to work on Monday. Yeah. <laughs> you know, th this guy will not be in a hospital. You know. Right. Um, I will just be doing... getting injured. I yeah. mean, just a smaller injury, you know, not in the hospital, but hurting your shoulder. You're out for months when you do stupid things. Yeah. And, and you not know. That's why my CrossFit has just been so much smarter, you know? Yeah. Um, so Meg was saying the part about changing up the diet, like the workouts. Yeah, I mean, like, uh, I think I think kind of this introduction of periodization, you know, has been something that, that you know, a lot of people put a lot of um, lip service into, right? Yeah. But we're the only ones that keep saying it every single damn day, you know? Right. And I think that you always have to judge, you know, the messages that you're hearing um, by that, right? 
what's being emphasized and you know uh does it does it probably cost us you know some some memberships absolutely right i mean like uh, 100% you know there's going to be a lot of people that that you know aren't going to be ready to hear that message but when they are ready to hear the message we're here and that's what we see you know a lot of people say well li- literally man i've tried every single thing and so What's interesting about Eat Perform is in some ways we get the hardest of the hard situations, but it's also the situation that you can learn the most from. So that gets exciting. And I think on a daily basis, um, we can have some fun with that. Um, So, uh, so yeah. So what's the wide you're most concerned about? And please don't tell me oh, to jump rope. Oh, crying one. out loud. It's just, please don't what? Did it's you not, ask me to please not something? Not the jump rope one. Don't, don't be rude. Okay, fine. So we don't know. There's a, there's a mystery wide. It's, mm-hmm. it's one A, one B. And all we know is it's five minutes and it's burpees. Oh. And uh, knees to chest because we're scaled. So Bianca, I will tell you, does not believe in burpees. So that means yours truly potentially must be doing five minutes of burpees. Bar over burpees. Let me let me bar over burpees. Yeah. So like spider monkey. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Till you can't breathe. So so, at you know at Lift Club on Tuesday nights. Um, we've been joking about uh, having a line of clothing that is the opposite of virtually everything in the CrossFit world. Right. Oh my God. That's awesome. Yeah. So like, like, uh, you know, all you see, I would say, well, it's kind of funny because it, it has toned down. You know, when I first started CrossFitting, you know, it was the, you know, kill or be killed. And, and, yes. you know, fit people are hard to kill and stuff like this. Yeah. And, uh, you know, it's definitely toned down quite a bit. Um, mm-hmm. But, you know, what we were talking about was, um, yeah, the unicorns are dangerous. Um, <laughs> you know, uh, you know, not, not that beast mode. Um, oh, yeah. You know, just pretty yeah. much anything that would be the opposite of... Because right. I think there's way too don't much care. of that. RX, don't care. Yeah, no. <laughs> Scaled and fine. You know, I'm good. Yeah. I'm good. Yeah. Like like Bianca's shirt, Um, you know, I, I don't do burpees, right? Oh, yeah. yeah that would be totally. another good example yep. of it. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, so speaking of shirts, so costumes, so we're trying to coordinate our, you know, our outfits because oh we're girls and yes. it's called the Monster Mash. So, so what did she say? Because the big joke is she's a little bit of a comedian as well. So when we used I noticed to work it when, together, I noticed it when she was heckling you as you were running, as you guys were trying to go get lunch. Yeah. Yeah. So that's a normal workout with Bianca. I mean, she's, she's, um. She's nonstop. So anyhow, it's where a joke is that it's going to be like rodeo clowns squatting because all we do is act out and, you know, make fun of each other um, because it's so hard because it hurts so bad. So she said, oh, I have it. I know we should, our costume, we should, we should dress up like rodeo clowns. We should dress up. I was like, do you want to get shot? Like, do not know. 
about all the crazy killer clowns that are like yeah the whole torturing people the whole killer clown thing i mean first of all you know i'm not a huge clown hey let's dress up for a clown i'm right on that no Uh, yeah, especially not in a rural community like yours where it's so small and the police departments, you know, aren't necessarily going to have the kind of, you know, training that they might have in the Chicago area. You know, you just can't help yourself. <laughs> no, I, I live in the suburbs of Chicago, Paul. You do not. You live, you live, like, okay, so how far would you have to walk? I can smell cow manure. How far would you have to walk? To see a cow, fifty feet. Uh, if not it, far. There, there are no cows in Chicago. Wasn't there like a big Chicago? There are cows all over Chicago. Did we have cow art statues all over our sidewalks? Cow art, right? Because it, it wasn't the Chicago fire started by by like a cow that kicked over. By a cow? Is that really what you're going to say? What? Really? The Chicago fire was started by a cow. I believe it was, right? Like Shut your face. What are you talking about? No, like like yeah. back in the day. There there's some there's some trust me, the cow thing exists for a reason. Just do your Chicago. See, that's another example. You're not from Chicago, right? You would know this story if you were from oh, Chicago. Oh. Or you'd be able to refute it very easily. Oh. You know? Oh. Hey, tell I them Tell them about your open hate for deep dish. I don't hate deep my daughter works, Brianna, when she's home for the summers, mm-hmm. she works at Blue Malnati's Pizza, Deep Dish Pizza. So I, I get it all the time mm-hmm. when she's home. Just because I love thin crust pizza. There we go. Make, I, I'm also Sicilian. Okay, so Mrs. O'Leary. You like thin crust pizza. So that's why you hate. That's why you hate deep dish pizza. I, I, I get it. So I don't hate it. I love it. Mrs. O'Leary's cow. Does that mean anything to you? No, I'm Googling You it are right not now. from Chicago. I'm telling you. She lives in the Milwaukee suburbs, folks. She does. She she's she lives on a you know, kind of next to a farm. She doesn't live on specifically oh on a farm. Oh my gosh, yeah, 1871. Yeah. Wow. See? see? I was telling you. How did the cow do that? So Meg said that she's going to competition. She's nicknamed killer. Yeah. So Meg says she's going to a competition tomorrow, and her T-shirt says, "My head says Jim, but my heart says Tacos." Um, I love it. Well, apparently there's a song about it too. Um, see, I th- this is why I can sometimes be good at trivia, but not always. I'm I'm good at trivia because I remember just enough about everything. To trigger someone else's right memory, process. yeah, yeah, I, yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, so um, that's awesome. All right, uh-huh. actually, you know, I thought I was good at trivia until I played trivia against my brother-in-law, and that was a very humbling experience. Um, uh, now, if it's sports-related, I typically do know the answers to those questions, but. Um, Music I do. I'm really good with I can hear like just a snippet of a song and I know what song it is. Yeah, so people are t- people are literally typing in the words to the song about Mrs. O'Leary's cow. The cow that oh you, you don't even know about because you oh, live in the whatever. Milwaukee suburbs, right? And You're you don't like friend. deep dish 
You don't. Okay, tell. Okay, do do me this favor. Who's the starting? No, no. Who's you know what? This is what makes me act out. And no, then no. you're like, who's why the, are you being so loud? Who's the starting quarterback for the Chicago Bears? Tell me that. Tell me that. Hold answer. on. Hold on. Remember the Super Bowl Shuffle? This remember is... how fun that song was? Okay. Do you remember that? Who was the quarterback that sang the song in Super Bowl Shuffle? This is oh, the... oh. This is the best. So there was the, the fridge? Yeah. Fridge Fridge was the defensive lineman. You got that? What was the there fridge's was... name? Wait, and then there was Walter Payton. Walter Payton. And Jim McMahon. And which one of those was the quarterback? Yeah, of the three. Jimmy Oh, you got it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. All right. So now, okay, so now here's the last question. Where okay. do the Chicago Bears play football? Um, See, this is but, an easy I mean, one because there's probably like a concert that you're going to. Hold on a second. To. Like the name of their stadium. Yeah, it's, it's, it's pretty famous. I mean, like uh, – Soldier Field. Soldier Field. There you go. Yeah, All right. baby. So, so you you've won me back that you at least live near Chicago. Woo. Um, but but you don't like deep dish. You're not really a I Bears love fan. Deep dish, but you I don't know who the like you don't know who the starting quarterback is. Of our team now. <laughs> yeah. Our team. Like you're the tight end. You have no clue who these people are. <laughs> yeah. Listen, the only team that matters that I know who the players are are the players of each perform. Oh, that is the only team that matters. Please. All right. (laughs) So that ends our Friday show. Appreciate everybody being here. And Sarah, good luck in your competition. Maybe you'll get free (laughs) Bears tickets, and then you can figure out who the starting quarterback is for your Chicago Bears. I, that's fairly obvious, Sarah. You didn't need to say that. <laughs> you know, everyone listening knows that you do not care about anything Listen, related to I just need to, to go Chicago. to Portillo's right now and get a cheeseburger and fries. I need to carve up for my competition. Yes, you do. And I don't know if you've ever, if we've ever had that conversation, but you want to have your carbohydrates around lunch and have a small carbohydrate meal for dinner. Most people do it. Where they have, well, they have the carbs too late and they end up with an upset stomach, right? Right. So you, you definitely don't want to go no. into competition. I'm going to build right now. There you go. All right. Appreciate everybody being here and we'll talk to you guys later. Bye now. Okay, bye.